Welcome to Gringo's Eternal Family's podcast. Gringo's Eternal Family is a ministry with the purpose of being God's love to the 99 and the 1. You can visit our website and check out our blog post at gringo'seternalfamily.com for more content. We hope you are encouraged and blessed by today's episode. Thank you. Hello family, happy new year's to you. How are you guys doing? I see you treating you so far. Make sure you stay strong in the Lord. Allow your faith in God to continue to grow. We live by faith and not by sight. Right? Amen. So I'm excited that we are going to continue in our series, The Gospel of Jesus Christ. So the last episode was on... December 25th on Christmas Day uh, where we talked about our God is our Father because of the sacrifice that Christ Jesus has made for us and I'm so excited that we're continuing in this series so today is part 10 in the series today we're going to be talking about baptism what is baptism and how important is it is it to our salvation so stick with me all right this is going to be quite a deep one a long one there's a lot of scriptures that we're going to be going over so just sit with me and roll with me okay god bless you so baptism oh where do we start from all right um so well you might be wondering now that i'm saved do i need to get baptized by water I've also heard about baptism of or in the Holy Spirit. Do I need this baptism? And how do I get this baptism? Is my salvation not complete until I get baptized? So you might have some of these questions on your mind. So I figured we should talk about baptism. All right. So I'm going to start by letting you know that there are three baptisms that are mentioned in the Bible. And it is pertinent that you are aware of this baptism, all right? So the first baptism is baptism of or by the Holy Spirit. And the second baptism is water baptism. And the third baptism is baptism in or with the Holy Spirit. All right, don't get it confused. The first one is baptism of or by the Holy Spirit. The second one is water baptism. And the third one is baptism in or with the Holy Spirit. All right. So we're going to start with the first one. Okay. Remember, stick with me. All right. So the first one, baptism of or by the Holy Spirit. So this is a baptism that will cause our salvation. You see, the moment you believed in Christ Jesus, the moment you believe the gospel, the death, the burial, the resurrection of Christ Jesus, the Holy Spirit baptized you into the body of Christ and it sealed you. So in other words, in other words, the baptism of the Holy Spirit or by the Holy Spirit is the same as, as salvation. It occurs as salvation. It is, it is exactly what salvation is. The Holy Spirit is the subject here. It does this baptism, all right? And it occurs immediately as salvation. Not a year after, a month after, a couple of days after. No, immediately as salvation. You are baptized by the Holy Spirit into the body of Christ and you were sealed by him. First Corinthians chapter 12 verse 13 says, For by one Holy Spirit we were all baptized into one body. 
we were spiritually transformed, united together, whether Jews or Gentiles, slaves or free. And we were all made to drink of one Holy Spirit, since the same Holy Spirit fills each life. In Ephesians chapter 1 verse 13 to 14 says, In him, Jesus Christ, you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in him, you were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it, the praise of his glory. So we know that to be saved, right, is to be born again right but born again of what born again of who john chapter 3 verse 5 to 8 tells us that jesus answered truly i tell you unless someone is born of water and the spirit he cannot enter the kingdom of god whatever is born of the flesh is flesh and whatever is born of spirit is spirit do not be amazed that i tell you that you must be born again the wind blows where it pleases and you hear a sound but you don't know where it comes from or where it is going so it is with everyone born of the spirit so at our first birth into this world we were born of the flesh and at salvation we're born of the holy spirit into union with christ jesus and we are sealed with the holy spirit to the day of redemption this is the baptism of or by the Holy Spirit. Here the Holy Spirit baptizes us and seals us into the body of Christ at salvation. So, if you are already a believer of Christ Jesus, a.k.a. someone who believed in the gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ Jesus, then you have already experienced this baptism baptism of or by the Holy Spirit you've already experienced it because it is the same as salvation it occurs at salvation all right so we're going to talk about the second baptism right this is the water baptism now this is a baptism that we're all pretty familiar with right and it commonly occurs at church where your pastor or a fellow believer or Christian baptizes the new believer by saying I baptize in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and the and the believer is immersed into water and raised back up again such a phenomenal beautiful and representational experience you should definitely get baptized in water I mean why not However, however, I want you to be aware that your salvation is not incomplete, neither is it halfway done if you do not get baptized in water. You must always remember that only faith in Christ Jesus saves. Ephesians tells us in second and chapter two, verse eight to nine, it says, For it is by grace that you have been saved through faith. And it is not from yourself, it is a gift from God, not by works, so that no one can boast. So faith saves us and it saves us completely in Christ Jesus. But you must also know the water baptism is often referred to as John's baptism. Because this up John in the New Testament, it came baptizing the people with water for repentance and remission of sin. But John's baptism or water baptism is just a shadow 
of the reality of the Holy Spirit baptism, what we just talked about earlier. So baptism of and by the Holy Spirit is the reality, while water baptism is a shadow. Water baptism is simply a physical representation of what ought to have happened spiritually at salvation. So water baptism is very symbolic. It is a shadow of the reality that happens in the first type of baptism that we already talked about, the baptism of or by the Holy Spirit. Romans chapter 6 verse 1 to 4 says, What shall we say then? Shall we go on sinning so that grace may increase? By no means. We are those who have died to sin. How can we live in it any longer? Or don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ were baptized into his death. We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead to the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. Colossians 2 verse 11 to 12 says, And in Christ you were also circumcised with a circumcision not performed by human hands. Your old self ruled by flesh was put off when you were circumcised into Christ, having been buried with him in baptism, in which you were also raised with him through your faith in the working of God who raised him from the dead. So you see, the spiritually, the same process that happens with the immersion in water physically happens spiritually with the baptism of or by the Holy Spirit. We were buried into Christ's death, which is when we immerse in water, and we were raised with him through faith when we were raised out of the water. Again, baptism of or by the Holy Spirit is the reality water baptism is the shadow or symbol so you may ask why are we still baptizing people with water if it's just a symbol because why not it does no harm i mean after all jesus also got baptized a lot of apostles in the bible got baptized a lot of believers in the bible got baptized there is no big deal about it but it is however Important for us to know that it is just a shadow of the reality. It's just you getting yourself wet. It's a shadow of a reality that ought to have happened spiritually. That is why when we baptize babies who have not yet believed spiritually and we baptize them physically with water, it's it's just a waste of time because there's no significance to that. Like the spiritual one is more important. This is why if you were baptized as a baby with water, it doesn't really mean anything. And that doesn't mean you're saved in Christ Jesus. No, you got to spiritually, you got to believe, you got to have faith in Christ Jesus. You have to have faith in the gospel to be baptized of or by the Holy Spirit. And then you can go get baptized with water if you want to. All right. And now we're going to move on to the Torah baptism. The baptism in and with the Holy Spirit. So this baptism is very controversial. And a lot of people have argued that it is simply the same as the first baptism that we talked about, which was baptism of or by the Holy Spirit. But it is not the same with baptism in 
and with the Holy Spirit. You see, because the first baptism occurs at salvation. The Holy Spirit himself baptizes you into the body of Christ and seals you into the body of Christ at salvation. But with baptism in and with the Holy Spirit, Jesus Christ baptizes us with that. And this occurs after salvation. Let's look at Mark. Mark chapter 1 verse 4. Wait. And so John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sin. And this was his message. After me comes one that is more powerful than I. The straps of his sandals I am not worthy to stoop down and untie. I baptize you with water. I baptize you with water, but it will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. There's this conversation in the Bible that Paul had with some disciples in Corinth that lets us know the baptism of or by the Holy Spirit, it is not the same as baptism in or with the Holy Spirit. So read with me, right? We're going to read Acts chapter 19, verse 1 to 7. It says, while Apollos was at Corinth, Paul took the road through the interior and arrived at Ephesus. There he found some disciples and asked them, Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? They answered, No, we have not even heard that there is a Holy Spirit. So Paul asked, Then what baptism did you receive? John's baptism, they replied. Paul said, John's baptism was a baptism of repentance. He told the people to believe in the one coming after him, that is in Jesus on hearing this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord. When Paul placed his hands on them, the Holy Spirit came on them and they spoke in tongues and prophesied. There were about 12 men in all. So that was quite a lot. That was an awesome conversation and awesome um, event. So now let's break down this conversation and try to understand it, right? So the Bible said these men were disciples. You see, Paul also took it a step further and asked them, did you receive the Holy Spirit when, when, W-H-E-N, when you believed, believed the E-D. So this means that these men were already saved. They had already believed in Christ Jesus. They are already believers. And based on our discussion so far, this means that they have been baptized of or by the Holy Spirit. They've already undergone the first baptism. So let's read again. But they replied to Paul saying that they had not even heard that there is a Holy Spirit. Interesting. Though they have been baptized of and by him into the body of Christ and sealed by him when they believed, their knowledge of him is still so limited. Sounds like many of us, you know, when we are saved, we don't necessarily automatically become theologians and so full of knowledge and everything we're growing right um so paul asked them then what baptism did you receive if you have not heard about the holy spirit they replied john's baptism amazing so as aforementioned, mentioned that means 
John baptism, again, is water baptism as we know. A baptism of repentance, a physical representation, and a symbol of the spiritual baptism of or by the Holy Spirit. So these disciples, as we can gather from this conversation, shows that they've undergone the first two baptisms that we've talked about. They've been baptized of and by the Holy Spirit when they believed, and they've also gone through John's baptism, which is water baptism. So what other baptism must Paul be talking about? Like, why is he asking them, did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believe? Like, come on, Paul, what other baptism do we have to go through? Like, seriously, let's read Luke chapter 24, verse 45 to 49. Then he opened their minds. He hears Jesus. Then Jesus opened their minds so they could understand the scriptures. He told them, this is what is written. The Messiah will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day. And repentance for the forgiveness of sin will be preached in his name to all nations beginning at Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. I am going to send you I am going to send you what my father promised, but stay in the city until you have been clothed with power from on high. Clothed with power from on high. Like, what does Jesus mean by this? You mean there's a promised power that needs to be received after salvation? Is that what Jesus is trying to tell us here? Let's read the book of Acts, chapter 1, verse 1 to 6. It says, in my former book, this refers to the book of Luke. In my former book, Theophilus, I wrote about all that Jesus began to do and to teach until the day he was taken up to heaven. After giving instructions to the Holy Spirit to the, to the apostles he had chosen, after his suffering, he presented himself to them and gave them many convincing proofs that he was alive. He appeared to them over a period of 40 days and spoke about the kingdom of God. On one occasion, while he was eating with them, he gave them this command. Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father promised, which you have heard me speak about. For John baptized with water, but in a few days, you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. So, it is finally clear that the promised power from the Father is the baptism with or in the Holy Spirit. It's a gift. It's a gift to all believers. It is a gift that is received after salvation, after one has been born again of the Spirit. But baptism of or by the Holy Spirit, which is salvation, rather, on the other hand, is a gift to unbelievers. But baptism in and with the Holy Spirit is a gift to believers. Acts chapter 2, verse 1 to 4. When the day of Pentecost came, they were all gathered in one place. Suddenly, a sound like a blowing of a trump violent wind came from heaven and filled the old house where they were sitting. They saw what happened 
or what seems to be tongue of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. And all of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. I want you to realize that at this point, the apostles were already believers in Christ Jesus. As a matter of fact, Jesus Christ personally preached the gospel to them. After his death, burial, and resurrection, he appeared to them and gave them many convincing proofs of his resurrection and spent 40 days with them, telling them about the kingdom of God. As chapter 1 verse 3 tells us this, they were saved. They were believers. They had been baptized of or by the Holy Spirit into the body of Christ, but they had to wait for another baptism. They had to wait for the promise. They had to wait for the gift of their salvation. They had to wait for the gift of the Holy Spirit, the indwelling, the filling of the Holy Spirit. They had to wait for power from above. They had to wait for the baptism with or in the Holy Spirit. As chapter 1 verse 38 to 39 says, Peter replied, Repent and be baptized, each one of you, in the name of Jesus, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The promise is for you and your children and for all who are far off, for all whom the Lord our God will call. The promise of the Holy Spirit is for believers. It's for believers. The baptism in and with the Holy Spirit, it occurs after salvation, when you've already become a believer. So you may ask, how do I get baptized with or in the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit is a promise for us. And for us believers, it is our power. It is an, our enabler. It empowers us and emboldens us to do the good work that God has called us to do. Without Him, we cannot function optimally to our greatest potential. Simply being baptized of or by the Holy Spirit, again, which is salvation, is enough to get you into heaven. But if you want to live the best life, the best possible life that you can live here on earth, the maximum, we need power from above, just like Jesus Christ needed when he worked this earth, and the apostles also needed when they, was on, when they were on this earth. You could tell the difference between the Peter who betrayed Jesus Christ and the Peter who had been baptized and filled with the Holy Spirit. When he was told to stop preaching and teaching the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, they could make bold statements such as, which is right in God's eyes, to listen to you or to listen to God. You'll be the judge. Acts chapter 4 verse 19. They could speak the word of God and preach the gospel boldly and rejoice at every suffering for Christ's name. Salvation. Baptism offered by the Holy Spirit is a start, not an end to the Christian work.
So again, you may ask, how do I get baptized with or in the Holy Spirit? Number one, laying of hands and prayer. Yep. In Acts chapter 9, Acts chapter 19 rather, verse 5 to 7, we see how. Remember the one we read earlier when Paul met with the disciples in Corinth and he was asking them, did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? And they told him, no, we just received, um, we've not even heard about the Holy Spirit. All we did was God, John's baptism, which was water baptism. And vice, um, verse 5 tells us that on hearing this, they were baptized in the name of our Lord Jesus. When Paul placed his hands on them, the Holy Spirit came on them and they spoke in tongues and prophesied. Acts chapter 9 verse 17 to 18 said, Then Ananias went to the house and entered it. So this is telling us about Paul's conversion. So this was after Paul met Jesus Christ on his road to Damascus. And Jesus told him to um, go to the house of Judas along straight street and ask for Paul, who at this time his name was still Saul. And Ananias went in and entered and placing his hand on Saul, he said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus who appeared to you on the road as you were coming here has sent me so that you may see again and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Immediately, something like scales fell from Saul's eyes and he could see again. He got up and was baptized and after taking some food, he regained his strength. So a simple laying of hands and praying is how you can get baptized with or in the Holy Spirit. But hold on. Did you notice something as we were reading? It said, it got up. Verse chapter 9, verse 18 says, it got up. and was baptized. So this is baptism by water. So Paul after salvation which is baptism of or by the Holy Spirit. Immediately, um, days after God baptized with or in the Holy Spirit, when Ananias came and placed his hand on him and, you know, spoke those words. And it was after that that he got water baptized. So what am I trying to let you know here? What a baptism is not. What a baptism is not. It is not a precursor for baptism with or in the Holy Spirit. However, salvation, which is baptism of or by the Holy Spirit, is definitely a precursor to baptism in and with the Holy Spirit. You've got to be saved first to be filled with the Holy Spirit. All right, but you don't have to be water baptized first to be filled with the Holy Spirit. So find someone who has received the Holy Spirit to pray for you. Someone who's been filled to pray for you. I personally, I live in the U.S. and a friend of mine all the way from Nigeria prayed for me on the phone when I received and got filled with the Holy Spirit. And speaking in tongues was an immediate evidence. And with time, I saw other evidence such as prophecy, faith, word of knowledge, word of wisdom, and healing. So, prophecy for you may be an immediate evidence. And other evidences may follow. 
But you should know, praising God might even be an immediate evidence. So find someone to pray for you. But another way that someone could possibly get filled with the Holy Spirit that we see in the Bible is hearing the gospel message itself. Yep, hearing the gospel could not only get you baptized of or by the Holy Spirit, but it can also get you baptized with and in the Holy Spirit. An example of this is seen in Acts chapter 10, verse 44 to 48. Let me give you a background of this story. So this story was is about Cornelius and his household members. So Cornelius is a righteous man, is a godly man, the Bible says, but he has not really heard about, you know, the, the gospel of Christ Jesus. So God, and is a gentle so God sent Peter, God appeared to Peter in some visions and, you know, through that way, sent him to go meet Cornelius so he could preach the gospel to him and his family. And now Acts chapter 10 verse 44 to 48 says that while Peter was still speaking these words, while Peter was still speaking, Peter was still speaking, Peter was still speaking, the Holy Spirit came on all who heard the message. They got baptized with the Holy Spirit. The circumcised believers who had come with Peter were astonished that the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out even on the Gentiles, for they heard them speaking in tongues and praising God. Then Peter said, Surely no one can stand in the ways of these ones being baptized with water, for they have received the Holy Spirit just as we have. So he ordered that they be baptized in the name of Christ Jesus. Then they asked Peter to stay with them for a few days. So it is therefore possible to be saved by believing the gospel message, which is baptism offered by the Holy Spirit into the body of Christ, and also to be filled with the gift of the Holy Spirit, baptism in and with the Holy Spirit on the same very day within minutes apart. Because once you believe, and while you're still hearing that message, you can be baptized and be filled with the Holy Spirit. But you must know that the latter cannot happen without the former. You cannot be filled with the Holy Spirit without having believed the gospel and be saved by it. Baptism by water can come way after. The other two, the other two baptisms are way more significant. Baptism in and with the Holy Spirit is a promise to all believers. While baptism of and by the Holy Spirit is a promise to all unbelievers. The Holy Spirit is our power as believers. If you did not receive the baptism with the Holy Spirit at salvation, it is not too late. You get someone to pray for you. Remember, this gift is for you, your children, and so many more that the Lord God is going to call. During my study on this important topic, I listened to um, Robert Murray's sermon on baptism. And I would strongly recommend that you check it out. It really breaks down and talks about baptism in details. All right, so you can go on YouTube and just type in Robert Morris baptism, or you can go on our website, Growing Girls Eternal Family, and check out to this post. I have linked it 
at the very end of the post and you can check it out. It will just provide you more knowledge and more understanding about this topic. In the next part, we will talk about how do I know certainly that I am saved? And before I close, I want to let you know that um, if you don't precisely have someone to pray for you, um, or you, you're certain that has been filled with the Holy Spirit to pray with and for you, I can do that, all right? You can just send me an email, send me a DM via Instagram, and I will happily do that with you, all right? Thank you so much for listening. God bless you, and always remember that you are eternally loved by God. Stay blessed. Bye-bye.